What's up? It's the Herald and Modcast weekly edition of We Talk Dead. This morning, sponsored by Pepto-Bismo. And Tullamore Dew. <laughs> and mixing the two together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. This is season seven, episode three of The Walking Dead. Yes, episode 703. Uh it is the Daryl and Negan episode, and Dwight. Well, Dwight. it's the Dwight episode. It's the Dwight episode. Yeah, he gets a freaking. He's basically uh, sort of everything seen through the eyes of Dwight for the most part in this episode. And like Dwight's story, including the beginning montage of yeah. the episode, which is to a town called Malice. You know, made famous by Billy Elliot. Yeah, uh, they the, uh, the you know the jam song. He he plays that song plays, and yeah, it's a montage and of Dwight's life at Negan's complex. Yeah, it's funny. He's making a sandwich. He's beating people up. He's stealing stuff from you know people that have hoarded food, and then he continues to make this nice looking sandwich and. You know, it's just his you know, <laughs> a nice looking sandwich that's dog food. No, no, his own sandwich. Oh yeah, that's with right. The pickles and the tomato and the lettuce and the yeah. fried egg and the mustard and he's getting all the. You see where he gets all the different components, of, like killing a man for a tomato, yeah. <laughs> and, like, and then like he's making a dog food sandwich for Daryl. And you see him. That's the last thing. And he opens it up and he gives the. He's Daryl's in this fucking cell, this like solitary confinement cell, yeah. naked, and he's giving this guy a freaking dog giving daryl a dog food sandwich and that's sort of where you see where daryl's left off but it's funny it's so funny that they're doing it to uh the song because it's this upbeat Uh, it, it's, uh, and they do this in the whole, like, montage thing. It's so typical Walking Dead to do something like this. Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah, Town it's... Called Mouse. And, and uh, there's a lot of music in this episode because yeah. they show Daryl in his cell naked with do- eating dog food yeah. and broken. And they keep playing this Easy Street song. Which, We're living on Easy Street. Yeah, which everybody has become, like, Obsessed trending with. now. Yeah. yeah, and, like, no one had ever heard. And it wasn't even on iTunes until yeah. after. After the episode, it's on now. Now is it? Yeah, it is on iTunes now. Yeah, and like actually, I read a short interview about the the guy who wrote the song because the writer and the singer are two different people. And I guess he wrote it years ago, and he's actually sort of you know, I guess of course you'd be flattered. He was flattered to have his song reach so many people on the most popular television show in the planet. So he's like, yeah, I never thought it'd be used for torture. Yeah, I know. They play it on repeat to torture Daryl to like break his spirit. Right. You know, because it's such an obnoxiously upbeat song. Yeah. They just use it to torture him. I'm on easy street. I mean, it sounds like Debbie Harry. That's what when I heard it, I'm like, oh, is this an old Blondie song? I totally thought that, though. Yeah, I didn't think that. But I'm just cooler than you. I'm just pretty cool. cool Better taste in music. (laughs) So... So yeah, so the Daryl. So he, they're trying to break Daryl, and Negan is meeting with Dwight, and he's basically asking him like, "Where's he at? Like, what do you think?" And he's like, "He's almost there. It's harder to break than other people. I'm gonna have to maybe rape him or something." No, he doesn't say that. He did say that. He's gonna he did? give him a rape with a Lucille bat. Oh, okay. Well. I guess I no, he didn't that. say that. Oh. Of course, he didn't say that. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't oh, know he my said Lord. that. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, he's in 
you know, deplorable conditions. He's in he's wearing like a jumpsuit that's got an A on it. Yeah, they finally give him some clothes, but it's actually like a jumpsuit for this weird in the comics Negan has his base is fortified with a bunch of walkers on spikes and chained and mm. tied to the to the uh, fences and stuff like that's in the comics. So they've done that in this, but they also have this weird group of like beta grunt men that mm. sort of are like constantly playing with the walkers and yeah, toying with them. Doing? I don't know. But then Daryl's now wearing one of those jumpsuits, and Dwight's like, if you don't fucking straighten up, you'll be out there with them. That's like the worst life you could ever have. Well, they give it, and they say there's three choices. You can be one of the walkers. You can die and be a walker, because we don't let fence. you just die. Yeah, you'd be right. on the fence, right? And then, or you'd be one of the guys who's wrangling them. That works for points. And really hard work for yeah. points. Or you'd be one of the guys who has a, a place to crash and gets women and gets the life and, and a henchman. You can be one of my henchmen. You just have to kneel. You yeah. just have to say it. Like, who are you, Negan? Because he does that. Because there's this moment where they set up Daryl to see if he'll try to escape. Yeah. And he does take the bait. Yeah. And he gets outside to like all these motorcycles. And then instantly like he's swarmed on by... A bunch of guys and Negan comes out and Negan's threatening to like you know smash his head in and this sort of thing but then he gives him the thing he's like he goes around to this henchman like who are you and the guy says Negan and they all say yeah Negan. Yeah, yeah and so that's basically what Negan wants of Daryl right is to have him when he asks you who are you you're you don't say Daryl you say Negan you know well and they get to that moment later yeah. in the episode and he brings him into this room that could basically be his that little spot that would be spot. his little it's like a bed there's a TV there's a yep. lamp there's a desk chair there's a little kitchen. kitchen yeah it's like a little fucking like YMCA studio apartment thing right. or something yeah which is nice for, the, for those conditions are pretty awesome actually yeah and then uh, and he says so who are you and he says Daryl he says Daryl I got to admit, I was happy he said Daryl. You don't want him to say Negan. No, no. But people did speculate if he were to say Negan, he would be like, as a double agent, like, he'll say it just to get in in his good books and then, you know, eventually, you know, double cross him. Well, and almost it's better that he didn't say it for that purposes right away because I don't think Negan would have bought it. Yeah. He knows this guy is like a hothead. He's the guy who took a punch at him yeah, when he, after he bashed in Abraham's head. He still took a swing at him and he paid for it. And Dwight even said, he's like, you got your friend killed just like I got my f- girlfriend's friend killed. He's like, that's what happens yeah. with Negan. You don't beat him. Like, you can't beat him. You well, and we get a lot of backstory to Dwight. Yeah. Uh, and he, it, it goes back to where Daryl first met them. Yep. Because what's her name? is his Dwight's unremarkable ex-girlfriend's there. <laughs> Or ex-wife. Ex-wife, yeah. Who is now with Negan. Who's now one of Negan's wives. Uh. Yeah. Although we haven't learned that in the TV show yet, that he has wives. That hasn't been disclosed. You know that because that's what happens well, in the But comics. no, but he does make comments. He's like, I told her. Negan said he's... Because when Dwight comes back and says, I need you to come back. I need you to let us back into the Saviors. Negan's like, well, you got to be punished. So Dwight got the iron, which is why his face is all burnt. Mm-hmm. And he told the girl, like... You know, I'm either going to kill your friend or kill Dwight. And the girl was like, no, I'll be one of your wives if you promise not to kill Dwight. Yeah. So she took like the hit or whatever. Yeah. And he basically, Negan's talking like mad shit about Dwight right in front of him. But he's like, but now we're best friends. You know what I mean? He's talking just like mad shit. Of course not. I mean, Dwight definitely has a look in his eye like he's potentially turnable to the Rick side. You know? Yeah. Even though he's like, no, I'm happy. 
like this is what i want this is what i signed up for i'm happy in my place in this with the saviors and stuff like that no but they set this episode up well to see the the slow the signs of you know i mean he did escape before he was leaving before. he was leaving yeah and egan took him back and he goes out negan sends him out to go after a guy who left right and he's got to bring him back and the guy will be punished. And the guy just basically refuses to go. So Dwight has to kill him. And sadly, the guy ends up a walker on the fence. On the fence. And you, well, Dwight sees him like from, you know, inside the factory yeah. or whatever. And it, yeah. And but that that was a cool sequence where Dwight is like trying to find this guy. And there's just that like sort of walker falling ground. Yeah. All, and like one of them lands on Dwight's bike and they almost like take him. And oh, eat that him. was awesome. Yeah, that was a cool fucking scene, man. Because they're all smashed into the ground, but their upper halves are still like, yeah. moving and chewing and biting. And Dwight almost gets eaten. And then the guy's basically like, no, you're going to have to kill me, Dwight. I'm not going back, man. Yeah. I can't live under that guy's rule. He's just some thug with a bat that tells us all what to do. And like we have to live under his whatever rules and his points and they have to kneel when he walks by and shit you know it's fucking it's like a cult it's jim jonesy stuff well and there at one point dwight says but what it's better than being out here and the guy says no it's not yeah he literally like no it's not. so that's some insight into how bad it gets under negan i mean i feel it they held they purposely held back at seeing letting us see any more horrific bad situations Negan puts people in. Yeah. I mean, not that Daryl wasn't being tortured and all that kind of stuff. Right. But, you know, it, they do it in a subtle way. You, you get the feeling like this is worse than anything we've experienced before with humans on the show. Yeah. Any remaining human groups, this is by far the worst. And this is, they're, and they're like the most indoctrinated. Like the people in Woodbury under the governor weren't like, indo- they were like living a pretend mm-hmm. community life. It wasn't like one man rule, kneel before me or I'll fucking beat your brains in. I mean, Terminus was pretty bad. They were eating the people. Yeah, they were there. eating I mean, the that people. was arguably worse. Uh, I don't know if it's worse. I mean, it, it's, it's less organized. It's less like Negan is more powerful. Yeah. You know, he's like a real powerful dictator that has resources and people. Terminus, you know, they were like a little con, you know, commune of people that would eat people. Right. And like trick them into coming, you know, but they didn't yeah. have the same power or, or range. Right, you right. Know? But yeah, that's equally bad. Like they're, yeah, literally, you know, tricking Hansel people like Hansel and Gretel style. Yeah. Come in and then they chop them up and eat them or you join or something or I don't know how they decide who joins and who gets eaten. I know. It's too late now. Carol took care of that she. Yeah, I think good. But I mean, and. I don't know. I don't know. This is going to be a long play out, but we're definitely seeing that Dwight potentially is going to maybe help Daryl escape. That's a possibility. Possibility of that or just possibility that he'll start giving uh, Rick and the gang information Mm -hmm. and sort of playing both sides because there is a point. There's like a breaking point for Dwight. And he's already lost his wife because there's that scene where Negan's like, you did a good job. Why don't you pick out one of my whores and go to town? And Dwight's well, like... He actually says you can sleep with your old wife. Yeah. He offers... And and you can see he still loves her and he's kind of broken he by is. it. And Negan's testing him too, though. He's, Negan's always... it's Everything's a test. Yeah. Because Dwight's like, no, nah, I'm good. He's like, I just told you that it's like free buffet at the pussy parlor. It's like really gross. And you're saying no? Yeah. And he's like, he instantly goes like, are we okay? Are we good, Dwight? You're yeah. saying no, you know, like so he's instantly like questioning him. Yeah, you know every move Negan makes is a test. Right, 
you know, he's one of those diabolically genius sociopaths, you know? This is why he wants Daryl so bad. He sees the power of Daryl. Yeah, and if he man. could turn him to his side, he sees how powerful that'd be. But yeah, I don't man. see that ever happening. You know, no. I see Daryl getting out of there before Darryl that said happens. It. I'm Daryl, man. I'm still Daryl. Yeah. And that's what he said. He's like, you're fighting to save your wife. He's like, that's why I wouldn't, that's why I can't say I'm Negan. I have to say I'm Daryl. Yeah. Because I'm fighting this for what I believe in or for what, to save someone else because he does feel guilt for Glenn, you know? Yeah, clearly. Clearly. It's sad to see Daryl in this state. It is. He's such a fucking free spirit to be to have him be trapped. Like he's good at tracking and hunting and being in nature. Yeah. And this sort of thing. So to have him be locked up in a freaking cage. But it did. It was cool that he did say Daryl because it was like this moment where you're like, he's still there. Yeah. We still got Daryl. Yeah. Because a lot of them have been broken. We're going to see that uh, next episode with uh, how, how Rick is and how the rest of the group is, you know. Well, and they're setting it up to look like Michonne and Rick are not, or she's mad at him she's or something. leaving him, walking out on him kind of thing. Like, you did, did us wrong. I don't know how anyone could say he did them wrong. What was he supposed I to don't do? Know. Just like you know? lay on the sword, just fight, That's you know, fight. They'd dying. all be dead. Yeah, they'd all be dead. You know, is that what you want? I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It's a tough call, man. So Negan is going to show up at Alexandria uh, next episode and demand his half of everything. Yep. That should be interesting to see that whole that interaction. That is interesting. Yeah, that's a cool part. I'm trying to think of what else happened. That girl, like, talks to Daryl. Like, Daryl, just give in. Like, Daryl. Dwight's you know. ex-wife. Yeah. yeah. She's like, you know, you said I would be sorry. Well, you're right. I am sorry. It's like, yeah, you are. You went back to Negan. I told you to come with me and to my group. We're a good group. We're not going to rape you or make you have sex with people for no reason. Yeah. You well, know? and when that when that happened, when Daryl was out there and encountered them in the first place, they say to him, "You have no idea how bad these guys yeah, are." Yeah, man. And and that is that was a big foreshadowing of you like, know what to come what that was, was coming. yeah and they have, that was negan sending out his men to get dwight back he's like you know how many men i sent out and like ended up losing just to get you back dwight yeah you know and I'm, he was right like he can he can risk a lot of people's lives to get dwight back just out of like spite yeah you know just like nobody walks out on me nobody well, and it was interesting the way they wove that in so early on, the mm. way they introduced those guys, and then they circled back to this. I mean, that's that's the genius of the way they do the show. Yeah, that's pretty smart. You know, like they that. set it up way in advance, and it all mm -hmm. connects, but it connects in a way that they've allowed things to build and develop, and mm -hmm. and uh, it's well done. I mean, I'd say the episode was, you know, it's if it, like we talked about, it's a bit of a filler episode. Yeah, it is, where you're not getting any major points big powerpoints you're getting like little build-ups and yep. little history reminders and you know just checking in on one character's sort of where they're at right now right. Dwight, daryl then some negan it's yeah. cool it's cool just to see negan on camera though True. i gotta say i just jeffrey Dean morgan's acting it's fun to watch him talking to daryl with lucille in his hand talking to dwight grilling him about, like mm -hmm. are we okay dwight are we cool because dwight's like no i'm cool he's like are we mm. i'm just i'm offering you to have sex with whoever you want and you're turning and he's like no i haven't earned it yet i haven't broken daryl yet he's like 
uh, well, I'm telling you, you can do it now whether you earned it or not kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I'll have to just respectfully decline. And Egan's like, uh-huh. Yeah, he doesn't get it. Yeah, he doesn't he get it. He knows something's up. Yeah, I mean, for the, sure. He's clearly a smart sociopath. You know? Oh, yeah, he's one of those brilliant fucking, like, you know, brilliant-minded, you know, chess player sociopaths, yeah. you know? Like, everything's a fucking game to him, and yeah. he's always sort of hip to everything, and he gets off on it. He gets up on off on the manipulation. Right. He's like, I'm going to offer Dwight this just to see him say no, because he probably knew Dwight would say no. Are you kidding? Like, he probably knew before he asked him he just knew. to test where his head's at, you know? Yeah. That's the kind of sick genius. I mean, and what's both frustrating and cool because I know they developed this and the writing's really great is that Mm -hmm. this is going to take a long time to play out because we're going to go back and forth. Okay, we just got to Negan's compound. Now we're going to go back to Alexandria. We still haven't gone to the hilltop to see Maggie there. We've done the kingdom now and so we're going to, we have all that to deal with. So we have a whole new place to go back to. So there's like four locations. Hilltop, Kingdom, Saviors, Alexandria. Yeah. That are going to be back and forth, back Ugh. and forth. And it was bad enough with the prison in Woodbury. Yeah. We were frustrated by that. No, it's just two places. Because you always want to get back to Rick's group. Like, that's kind of where you always are hoping to get back to. And then you're mm-hmm. also always wanting all of them to reunite. Reunite. That was huge for many seasons. Yeah. Of them splitting them up just to have us, like, you know, longing for when they can all come back together and be the group, you know, that they started with kind of thing. And they, and they do do that in Walking Dead. They did it after Terminus blew up. You know, we had a yeah, nice moment. People and geeked out. People were freaking out. You got to do shit. that to the fans. Game of Thrones is not good about doing that because everybody, I mean, we did just get mm-hmm. a reunion at the end with Rob and Sansa. Yeah, but, that was cool. I mean, not Rob, with Jon Snow Rob. and Sansa. Yeah. But, you know, when uh, Arya goes to see Rob and finds his head right, she's being like replaced by his dire wolf instead. a couple hours late. Yeah, party. It's so frustrating. I mean, they do that died, all the time. But, like yeah. in Game of Thrones, you're constantly never getting that reunion you really want. It's and constantly like ships in the night too. It's a real pain in the ass. Which is Walking Dead does that too. There's yeah. a lot of ships in the night, and there's like all you're sort of waiting for that reunion. And yep. you know, I'm confident that they'll give it to us, but it's gonna. It looks like it's gonna take a long time. It could be all season, and we're gonna probably lose more people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People people are lost in this battle with Negan. I got to say, though, the loss of Glenn was the most significant we've ever gone through so far. And it is the worst one we could go through because yeah. we know that Daryl and Rick are sta- they're not going to get rid of no. them. And anybody else, quite it's frankly, not, is not going to be as painful as Glenn. No, no one else. Not yeah. Carl, not Maggie, not Michonne. Not Carol, even. Not Carol. Although no. that would be painful. I mean, Morgan would be painful. But Morgan... Even still. Even still. I mean, Glenn, Glenn was the one. It's almost like I said, like, they jumped the shark by killing Glenn, but they kind of had to do it. Like, yeah. that's when Glenn dies in the comics, and... But still, it's Did sort of they like... they have to do it? I don't know. I guess not. I mean, they killed Abraham. I guess they didn't have to do it, but... It would have been different. I mean, they, different. you know, clearly they did it to set up a storyline that we're going to... Is going to be revealed when we yep. see Maggie at the hilltop. Yep. But uh, the fact that we don't have... We know that Rick and Daryl aren't going to probably going anywhere. I don't know. The stakes just got lowered for me. A little a way, bit. You know? A little bit. Yeah. When, like, someone... 
that you really don't want to see go. And like, it is the most sort of hard on the fans. And once that's gone, you're sure like, so yeah, it, like it does little sort of drop the yeah. suspense a little like, well, if anyone else dies from here on out, it's It'll not going to be sad. Be, yeah. But if like he or fucking whoever's, you know, anybody else dies, Ross or whatever, it's like uh, Rosita. You yeah. Know? It's like, oh shit, not Rosita. Well, killing Glenn was almost like an ending of sorts. It was kind of. It's, an, it's probably the biggest moment that this, this show will have, and it might be a decline. Yeah. It might be the beginning of a decline yeah. in the show. Well, rumor has it that they're poised to go on for 20 seasons. Yeah, I don't Because know. the comics are just going to keep going on and on. Yeah, uh, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I don't mean, know about that might, either. But I mean, they could do 10 seasons. Uh, they're still making money. You know, right. we'll see what happens. But I think there's going to be a significant drop in the fair weather watch viewers after a while. Yeah, the diehards are going to, like us, are going to, the ones who've been on since the pilot watched it when it came out. Yeah, but after a point, the die, they'll lose the diehards too if it yeah. goes on for too long and gets all fucking jump the sharky kind of shit. Like, yeah. They'll, you'll lose the diehards. It's true. And then you'll have long since lost the fair weather, you know, bandwagon viewership. So, well, we'll see. We'll so see. far, we're still on board, and uh, episode seven hundred three is a good one. Check it out, and uh, we will see you next time when we review episode seven hundred four of season seven of The Walking Dead here on the Herald and Modcast. Bang. See ya. We're on easy street, and it feels. Cause the world is but a tree